episode 161, Finding Magic in Every Kid, Every Day. Hey everyone, this is Stacey Lindis from Podcast PD, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual host. Make sure you check out all of the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com and get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, elite educators. Did you tune in to episode 155 with my edgy buddy, Angela Watson? We talked all about balance and productivity. If you struggle in this area, listen up. Don't let anyone make you feel like you're to blame or you just need to manage your time better. There is nothing wrong with you. The problem is the overwhelming demands of the job. And when you're overwhelmed, you don't have the time, the energy, or the mental bandwidth to figure out how to change. And you're too exhausted to follow through anyway. You need an actual plan, a teacher-tested system that's guaranteed to work and ongoing support so you don't have to figure everything out on your own. Well, Angela created the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek Club, which is the solution to teacher overwhelm. It is a professional development on productivity. It's for teachers by a teacher to help you trim three, five, or even 10 plus hours off of your work week. So Angela's dedicated the past four years to developing and refining the club materials so that there's a proven system that has freed thousands of educators to be their best selves both in and outside of the classroom. So each month, she gives you a plan for simplifying one aspect of your teaching, and you can use as many or as few strategies as you'd like. There are just some few small tweaks to your mindset and your daily routine in one area, and you're going to start moving the needle. That way, you feel relief from overwhelm immediately. You can even jump in and out of the resources whenever it's convenient for you. Some teachers read over them with a cup of coffee on Saturday mornings, and others listen to the audio version version during their Monday morning commutes. There's literally no pressure to keep up or do it all. That would just create more overwhelm, right? So use only the ideas and the printables that jump out to you through a quick skim of the month's materials, and you can always come back to anything you skipped later as you'll keep your access to all the materials for the rest of your teaching career. No extra cost. Here's what you get if you decide to join the club clear, actionable, classroom-tested steps, and that's for 52 weeks. You get a positive, supportive community. You've got coaches and thousands of other teachers that are going to share ideas, answer your questions, and provide encouragement and accountability. Printables and templates, that's more than $450 worth of forms and teacher resources, plus free bonus materials like video trainings, the 40-hour teacher workweek list-making system, and the big five tips for teacher productivity. 
you get a PD certificate that adds up to 104 continuing education hours. And lastly, ongoing support indefinitely. You've got lifetime access to the membership site and the Facebook community. So if you're like, yes, 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 I need this, here's what you need to do. Go to 40htw.com. That stands for the 40-hour teacher work week. And when you're purchasing, just enter my name, Gretchen Bridgers, or you can put my email, Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com, as the person that's referring you. Early bird access has already opened on June 5th. That means there's access to all the June club materials, which is summer planning, home organization, bonus materials, and sharing ideas in the Facebook group. The official open dates for the 40-hour Teacher Workweek Club is July 1st through 18th. That is it. So all of you elite educators deserve to take charge of your professional and personal life. And the 40-hour Teacher Workweek Club is the answer to finding your zen. In fact, the motto states, small changes add up to big results. So sign up today. Remember, visit 40htw.com. And when you're purchasing, enter my name, Gretchen Bridgers, or my email, Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com as the person that referred you. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. Hey, hey, Elite Educators. It's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. Thanks for tuning in for another episode this week. I swear, every time I think that you have tapped out your elite status, you just keep coming back in droves, ready to learn another lesson or at least laugh at the lessons I'm learning (laughs) so you don't have to make the same ones. I'm loving podcasts. They're a great professional development tool. I have learned and grown so much since starting this podcast. I hope you have too. And I'm and I tell you this all the time, I'm just honored that you value this show enough to come back each and every week. Well, this week's episode, I want to talk about breaking the mold when it comes to helping kids become their best selves, even when it means we believe they can become the most unlikely of things with some help and encouragement. Let's reignite your passion and potential. You ready? Here we go. So a quick reminder, some housekeeping. We're going to an every other week schedule at the end of the month as Baby Bridgers number two is coming into the world. Y'all, I ain't even ready. <laughs> Let's save that for another day, though. Also, as you heard in the intro, this is the last week to sign up for Angela Watson's 40-hour Teacher Workweek Club. So make sure you visit the show notes, snag the link, and then enter my name or my podcast as the refer. Okay, so let's dive into today. The rationale for this episode is I came across a six-minute video on Facebook about Les Brown uh, called Chase Your Dream. Of course, I was in tears and like, oh my God, I've got to tell y'all about this and how it makes me reflect on teaching. Actually, I felt a lot of guilt. Um, But the synopsis of the video from the Daily Goalcast says, Growing up labeled mentally retarded didn't set Les Brown up for much. But young, ready, and hungry, Les Brown recounts how he scores his dream job in the most impossible way. So now that you're hooked, just like I was, I will link this video up in the show notes so you can cry too, just like I did. But I'm going to have to tell you, I'm going to spoil what the video is about because I really want to unpack a couple of things and you kind of need to know the play-by-play in order to do that. So if you don't want it ruined and want to watch the video first, just put me on pause, go to alwayslesson.com, click on this podcast episode, watch it, and then come back to my commentary. And if you don't know who Les Brown is, he is the world's number one motivational speaker. 
His name is actually Leslie, nicknamed Les, and he married Gladys Knight. He's also written a ton of books. He's got like a plethora of motivating quotes. I know you've heard them before. But his story of paving his own path is really one worth remembering. So here's the rundown of his story that is shared. And by the way, he's such a powerful and profound speaker. I really can't do it justice. But just to give you the facts and the storyline so I can bring this home for you, just humor me. So he didn't know his mom or dad when he grew up. He was sleeping on a warehouse floor. By fifth grade, they sent him back to fourth grade. Here's where he got labeled mentally retarded until he went through high school, which meant he didn't end up getting a college degree. But one day, and here's where the story starts, he met a high school teacher. He wasn't even in this dude's class. He was waiting on a friend who was in the class. And this teacher asked him to come inside and write on the board. And he's like, I can't do that. You know, I'm supposedly mentally retarded. And the teacher's like, don't say that again. Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. And so he's like, oh, that's kind of intriguing. So he steps into this class and he listened to this dude's lecture. Well, later that teacher, his name was Mr. Washington, told him, you know, if you really want to do anything worthwhile in life, you got to be hungry. And so he spoke with this teacher afterwards and Ended up telling him, you know, his dream, he wants to be a disc jockey. And Mr. Washington told him, you know, you got to practice every day, but it's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have this opportunity and not be prepared. <laughs> I think we can all relate to that, wishing that this thing would happen and it happened and you're like, wait, I'm not ready. <laughs> and that uh, was some great life advice from this teacher, very wise teacher. So he started applying to DJ jobs at radio stations and you know, they'd ask it, you know, what's your background? What have you done? So he has no background in any of this, so no jobs available. So he came back to Mr. Washington, who, of course, in his wisdom and glory said, you know, don't take it personally. Most people are so negative, they have to say no seven times before they say yes. And so that is where the rubber meets the road. And this is why Les is what he is today, because he had perseverance and tenacity, and man, did he want it more than anything. So he went back to that same DJ job day after day, and continued to ask. I mean, he really annoyed this one station so much that he finally got employed as like the coffee runner, which turned into the lunch and dinner bringer for all the other DJs. Um, and so he just kind of hung around. He didn't leave until he was asked and told to leave. He just loved that environment. He soaked in all the lessons that he could. Are you ready for the plot twist? That moment when it all changed? Here we go. So one day a DJ was drinking while he was working and Les was hanging around the station like normal doing, you know, odd jobs. And the phone rang and it was the general manager calling and telling him, you know, you got to find another DJ because this guy, he's not going to be able to finish the show. Well, being the unique and hungry man that he was, he didn't call any other DJs, even though he told the GM he was going to. Instead, he called his mom's girlfriend and was like, turn it up. I'm about to be on the air. <laughs> and he waited a few more minutes and then he called that manager back and he lied and he says, you know, I can't find anyone. And so the manager was like, you know, do you know how to work the controls? You know, you better not say anything. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got this. Oh, my gosh. And again, less being less, he went after it like a natural on the mic. He was smooth. He was comfortable. He's confident. And he did work. He did more than work those controls. I mean, he came alive 
certainly breaking the no talking rule. And if you watch this video, he is so funny the way he recounts the story in terms of like what he said to introduce himself. I mean, it's evident he had been practicing. He had it nailed. I mean, it was so entertaining to to listen to. And you're kind of like, go Les. Like, that's awesome. So at this point in the video, Les is shown now speaking to a crowd at one of his, you know, many motivational speaking engagements. And he said to them, begin to know that you have greatness within you. And if just one of you begins to envision yourselves as being blessed and highly favored to reach your goals, and if just one of you capture the essence of what that means, that you have greatness within you and the responsibility to manifest that greatness, well, that can make your parents proud, it can make your school proud, and you can touch millions of people's lives, and the world won't ever be the same again because you came that way. I thought that was such a profound statement, and he's right about you have to believe that you are capable of doing it. You have to recognize that gift, but I like that he says it's your responsibility to do something with this gift, to make it manifest into something that is going to bless the world. And I've never thought about it that way. Like so many kids just have natural talent. And then there's some who you think have nothing, but maybe they are less brown. Maybe they have it in them, but they just need time and guidance to bring it out so that they can leave their mark on this world. Well, he later shared even when his speaking jobs, you know, picked up speed that he was still behind and he calls it, I was behind on bills and dreams. And how hard it was, you know, to speak to people to dream their dreams when he hadn't really even finished panning out to his full greatness yet. You know, so he started doubting himself. Can I do this? Do I have it within me? And he just heard this voice within himself that says, you know, you're the one. Don't give up on your dream. And so his message to young kids is, you know, run towards your dreams, chase them, push forward. A man from such humble beginnings, you know, was such a long shot to have his own talk show. But years later, I mean, his dreams manifested into reality. And now he uses his gifts to bless others and books and speaking engagements and what he did on the mic for so many years all because he stood outside that one classroom door and that teacher was brave enough to invite him in and pour into him in a way that would be life-changing. So this is why I wanted to share this with you. We as educators are in such a powerful position to help or hinder a child's future. And sometimes we forget about this power and we don't take the time to properly invest in each and every kiddo. And there are plenty of days that, you know, I had to push through a lesson rather than hear a kid's story or, you know, moments in the hallway where a child was trying to connect with me, but I was too busy rushing to go do X, Y, Z. And, you know, those are the times that really spark an interest and curiosity in a student. And it's not to say there aren't moments in a lesson where you can connect with kids, you know, find out their passion and inspire them to reach greater heights. But it's most often in the downtime that they're seeking connection, you know, even if it's just a minute. Relationships do take time to develop and it doesn't take, you know, but a second to acknowledge a child or engage with them and leave them with the idea that they can dream bigger regardless of the situation. And see, I taught in a Title I school for most of my career and those kids needed more than my instruction. You know, many days I was just growing weary from being more than just their teacher, you know, carrying their burdens for them. And some of those burdens, kiddos at the age of eight weren't even aware that they were carrying yet. So when I hear Les's story, I see faces of my past kids. Was I Mr. Washington? Did I carry a torch that lit a fire? Or did I carry a water bucket, you know, and extinguish their flame? 
I had great relationships with my kids, and many other students would hang on at my door or come find me on the bus or recess lot for, I don't know, like a high five, a hug, or tell me a joke. Those kids were reaching toward their dreams. They needed an adult to say, hey, I see you. I believe in you. And you can do it regardless of where you lay your head at night or what you may or may not be able to eat tonight or what class you're assigned to. If you open yourself to the possibility that it can happen, do the work so that when the opportunity strikes, you're ready and then you're going to become more than ever imagined. And I realize I failed the ones that weren't mine. You know, Les wasn't a student of Mr. Washington's. He simply was waiting outside a door on a friend who was in Mr. Washington's class. And as a teacher, I can see this happening hourly. You know, did I ever invite another kiddo into my lesson? Did I ever invite a kiddo to join my line down the hall? Did I ever just take a moment to connect? No, sure didn't. You know, I was buried in my to-do list and my job responsibilities and, and my daily stress. You know, I wasn't looking for the magic in every kid every day. I was missing the whole point and the whole opportunity of being a teacher. I, I now realize I should cut myself some slack because I didn't know better. And had I realized then what I would know now, you know, what I had been doing, I would have changed course. And, you know, when we know better, we can do better. So here's what I want to break down for you as a takeaway. Les is the hero of his life, you know, not Mr. Washington. However, Mr. Washington was a catalyst to the development of that hero. It was really no coincidence Les's friend happened to be assigned to Mr. Washington's class and that Les was going to meet up with that very friend on that very day. I mean, it is still unknown how often this happened. Was it daily or weekly or monthly? But what is known is that it took one time, one connection to get Les to look up, to see bigger for himself and defy the odds that were holding him down. You know, life-changing moments happen in everyday circumstances. Catastrophic changes begin with just the small adjustments to the norm. I didn't have to take a, but a moment with a child in my hurried day. I'm not sure why I felt it was too much to take on and why I couldn't fit it in because it's really the most important thing I could have done with my time had I noticed the opportunity when it presented itself. So this is my ask of you. You know every episode I leave you with some actionable steps and I'm going to hold you accountable to work hard to do this for the old me, for less, for all the other kids not assigned to us that are in fact in life's strange happenstances are in fact assigned to us. Take a moment to connect. You really can't find the magic in every kid every day if you have your nose in your lesson plan and your eyes fixed at your feet. So be the Mr. Washington to all kids every day. That's it. It's the easiest job in the world, but make time for kids. When we're distracted and consumed in ourselves, that's when we blow off the opportunity to be ready to inspire a kid to fulfill their greatness. You know, where would less be without that defining moment? Well, there were a few defining moments like meeting Mr. Washington, showing up day after day at the recording studio, asking for any type of odd job just to be around the life he loved and dreamed of. And to the determination, creating that one moment, you know, one day when a DJ couldn't fulfill their commitment, all the while Les had been in training, dreaming up his persona, practicing his skill set. So when that moment came knocking, he answered it. And like Les called it out in this video, he was hungry, he wanted it bad, and he made it happen. 
And this is kind of where I get a little uh, Mr. Washington because it took both individuals, Les and Mr. W, to make this scenario play out the way it did. It required a teacher to see beyond the walls of the classroom to connect with a kid who carried potential on his back that was bigger than the label on his transcript. But it also required a kid that only needed a nudge to get him going. And that's been many kids I've poured into over the years that still didn't take risks, take the plunge, or do the work to make things happen. I mean, that's a reality. Not everyone is a less. Very few, actually. But that's why we're teachers. We can create the less mindset. The yes, we can. We can help kiddos learn to dream and teach them how to goal set with actionable steps and enable them to keep trying even when they're hearing discouraging no after no after no. Les just had the it factor. He's the kid you can whisper, you got this. And, you know, off he went to change the world. But most of the kids that need you most, they haven't learned how to take charge of their life. They don't see mentors who've done this. They don't even know the way of life exists. And not just in a Title I school, you know, where I had my experiences, and not just in students who are labeled with learning disabilities like Les, but in kids in the gifted class, you know, that make an A without an effort and mind their manners because, you know, their parents taught them too. But deep inside, he, they're bored and they're unfulfilled and They're heading down a road of sorrow and poor choices. I grew up with those kids. You know, the ones you thought had it made, had everything handed to them on a silver platter. No worries, no strife. They are just as lost and lonely as the ones sleeping on the corner of the street. We can't look at a kid and put them in a box and say, eh, they're okay, they don't need me. If they find you, they need you. If they're around you, They need you. We can't pass these moments by anymore or the world misses out on more or less Browns. You know, folks that change the world with their talents, talents that don't develop until later in life, but they begin right in the school building because of our words and our intentions and our open minds. As you prepare for the beginning of another school year in whatever capacity you work with children, make yourself one goal. That's it. It's the most important goal of your career, not just for this upcoming year, but every year after that. You got to find the magic in every kid every day. Be available, be willing, be on the lookout. Take the freaking time. It's not going above and beyond your job title. It's your job title. It's more important than that amazing lesson you're designing or the incredible PD session you're attending or the loads of paperwork you're filling out. Nothing can impact a kid more than a connection with an adult. So be the game changer in all of students' lives. And if there aren't naturally a hungry dreamer like Les, well, dang, just create the opportunity for that skill to develop in each and every one of them. Each small interaction builds a kid up so that one day they're ready to fly from the nest and tackle that dream. You know, some are higher up on the tree, some have bigger wings, But they all have one thing in common. They need you to show them it is possible no matter what. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast. I'm finding the magic in every kid, every day. Light the fire. Don't extinguish the flame. Go out and be great because you've just been empowered. (laughs) 